Okay, Dave. Broken side morale is eight. Got the nine one leader. Yep. They're in a building, so you need a ten or less. All right, ten or less. I can do this. Anyone can roll a ten or less. Here we go, baby. Yeah. Oh, an eleven. I can't believe that. What is it? Five times in a row, Jeff. Ah. Oh, oh man, I can't believe that. Oh, these guys just won't rally. Oh. Why won't they rally? Ah, this drives me nuts. Hello, rally, would you schmoes? Rally, just get back up on the line where you belong. You don't look swell. Golly, I can tell. By golly, you've been ballin' and low-crawlin' for now way too long. DM, you ain't stayin'. The attack you're delayin'. Try to whistle a different tune every now and then. Don't take no crap, fellas. Get back upon your feet, fellas. Rally, won't you rally away again? Says hello. hello. Rally, don't you dilly dally. It'd be nice to have you back where you belong. You've been through hell, golly. Your charge was pure folly. You've been choking and you're broken. You won't be for long. I feel my hair gray. It's because you got hair. You're staying. Try to get good order status just now and then. So, so woe is me, fellas. Hope you can roll a three, fellas. Rally, don't you rally away again. Here we are with Doug Rimmer again. Glad to be back. How are you guys you, doing? Good to see you. Doing well in this yeah. holiday time or New Year time, whenever we air this. It could be Happy New Year. Yeah, well, then I'll say I hope you all had a good uh, holiday season and looking forward to uh, what uh, 2024 will bring. Indeed. Now, by the time this airs, we will have probably all watched between 150 and 200 Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> all of which are indistinguishable, each of which is indistinguishable from the other. That's what I hear, but I've not seen oh, any. So, so it'll be good to to be talking about uh, ASL. Yeah. Get us in, in recovery. So Doug, you've been... You've been busy. It's good to see. You. I can't remember exactly when we had you on. Dave, do you remember? Did you look in the? Uh, had to see I, when it was? I did a while. It wasn't that long ago, but it had about a year, maybe. I would say it would be about a year. Okay. Yeah, just over, maybe. I was going to say a year, but I'm often like oh, 12 to 24 months off. Yeah, time flies. 
So yes, that, we're that was about really... that in in uh, uh, in Vasil terms. That's two versions ago we last spoke. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> right. We got uh, some new things to uh, to talk about, and we're anxious to hear about them. Yeah. Yeah. So if you wanna if you want to get started and uh, show us what you've got. All righty. So let's uh, let's do that. So what I hope to do um, here is talk about uh, sort of four or five things. We've got a new version of ASL, and I'll show folks some of the new things that are in there. Won't spend too much time on that, but there's one or two things that are worth pausing on. Then I want to talk a little bit about customizing Vassal itself, and then adding to customization by having folks uh, create their own counters or extensions and maps, each of which has become much simpler over the last little while, thanks to the good work of the folks at uh, Vassal with two S's. And um, I know there's a, a growing group of, of people who are out there busy customizing uh, their, their modules. And I thought I'd want to share some of the, the tricks and tips around that with a, with a larger audience, because it seems to uh, uh, have a lot of appeal to people. And as I said, it's easy to do and it's safe to do, you know, you trash a Vassal module, you just download it again and start over. No, uh, no harm comes. So let's talk about, uh, first we'll start with uh, 667, which came out just a little while ago. And why don't I share my screen here and crank it up and you guys jump in any time with questions or, uh, or clarifications. You know, I, I wonder, and, and it's funny, Doug, because I work in computers, I'm an IT consultant, and I, but stuff that I don't work in, I still get confused by. But in this case, you had multiple Vassal modules installed in Vassal. Yep. And that's completely okay to do. It certainly is. Okay. Different versions. You can also, you can have different versions of Vassal with two S's, because particularly say you're running a long running campaign game and some of those things can go on for years. You don't want to be worried about version issues as you go through that. So you can stick with whatever Vassal and Vassal uh, versions you started with uh, till you're done. Meanwhile, you can have other versions of Vassal and, and, uh, and Vassal and use them for the latest uh, tools that are available for uh, shorter scenarios and things like that. So okay. it's absolutely possible, uh, perfectly fine to do. The one trick is when you're loading Vassal with two S's, when you're downloading and installing uh, a version of it, you'll see a screen which gives you a standard option or a custom option. If you click standard, it's gonna erase previous versions. If you click custom, it'll show you a list of what you've got installed, what you keep, uh, and then you can keep it or you can remove it. So just remember, take a, a hit, click on custom and then you can keep as many Vassal uh, uh, versions as you want. Vassal itself, you're just downloading a VMOD and you can download all the versions of the VMOD that uh, are on the website and, uh, and use them. One last comment on, on this multiple versions issue. A lot of people, as we do with many other file types, like to start a game by double clicking on the, the vSave file, which is a perfectly normal thing to do with, with computers these days. That works fine if there's only one version of Vassal and one version of Vassal. 
because then it knows which ones to go and open. If, if, if it's got multiple chooses, choices, it can scramble things up a bit. So that's not a, a thing to do if you've got multiple versions going. Start up the way I did, uh, open the, vas the Vassal window, open the Vassal uh, module, and then open your game. Okay. So, so let's get a game up. Okay. I'll just create a new one for the purposes of what I'm uh, doing here. Just uh, while I do that, you can see we, in 667, we tweaked the board selection window a little bit. If there's a new board, and that basically, I coded that, I think it's either 90 days or 100 days. If a board's been uh, put up uh, to Vasil in the, the last uh, 100 days, you're gonna see it listed first as a new board. These ones here, uh, will that you see now will will drop away uh, sometime um, in 2024 when they when they hit their expiry date and they'll just be at their regular place in the uh, in the list. Okay, so if it says new on the right on the on the end of the board name, it means it, it's one of those that's come up in the last hundred days. Ninety days, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you know if you're looking oh, for board. You know, for Sparrow Force or something else, or uh, you know, what's it called? Can't remember the name. It'll be at the top of the list there, and you can uh, you can see it. So, uh, what's new? Well, one of the best places to look for what's new is under the help file. So, top left corner, click and click uh, on what's new, and you'll get a nice little PDF. Whoops, which I just hid, and it will give you, this is basically the release notes that we used to put up on vassal.info. And um, the uh, it's much better to have it embedded right in the module. And I have two people to thank for, for this. And uh, that's Jeff and Dave, who suggested this to me the last time we, uh, we spoke on, uh, uh, on uh, two half squads, you asked me, why don't I do this? So I thought, well, I should do it and I've done it. So now- Well, we didn't stuff. We didn't want to make more work though for you. <laughs> no, no, it's no, it's just a PDF and it's easy to, to drop into the, to the tool. But then if you're trying to figure out what's new, you've got it right there within the module. You <clears> don't have to go looking for it anyway. Yeah, so thanks for that suggestion, guys. It works, uh, it works great. Let me- Oh, good. This is an old saved file. And as you can see, you can see in my chat window, this was open with 661, we're now on 667. So it's old, but it's not, uh, it's not that old. The reason I picked uh, an old ER file to open is that we, we've been working hard to enable people to take old games that were created in earlier uh, versions and no longer necessarily work 100%. They don't have all the new functionality and update that to uh, all the new uh, tools. And uh, the first version of the game updater is in 667 and it's pretty easy to use. So this one is six versions uh, old and we'll see what we can do with it. So if you look, uh, one of the ways you can tell that a version is older is you just click on the uh, the menu and you can see that the infantry menu certainly lacks some of the new functions that we built in, particularly the movement trails one. If you click on a vehicle, does this scenario, yeah, I've got a tank down here. Let's let me 
zoom in a bit be easier for folks to see. You see this one again, it doesn't have the new acquisition function or the um, ammo depletion uh, functionality that's built into the menu line. So we wanna update that. How do we do it? We go up to the potato masher guy in the top left, or top, yes, top left. We click on the menu and we hit update game. Uh, it warns you, don't do this if you're online. You need to do this offline and then share it with whoever you might play with. And it just goes ahead and does it. You can see again in chat, I'll just expand chat momentarily. Oh, yeah, the green. Tell, yeah, you can see the green stuff. Boards and overlays will update automatically. You don't have to do anything there. Auto-syncing handles that when the game is opening. The counters have been updated. Uh, it's looked to see if any of the extensions you have installed uh, needed updating, didn't find any. And uh, because the loss was working, it doesn't try to, to fix that. Some games, it used to be cropping, particularly cropping the full hexes would kick out loss and you can use this function to restore it. I'll show you that a little bit later. Now, when we click on a counter, you can see we've got all of the new functions there, mm -hmm. the movement trail for uh, infantry and a few other things for vehicles. You get the oh, yeah. depleted ammo, uh, yeah. you get the new acquisition and uh, bad things, which probably wasn't around in uh, 661. So yeah. all the counters are, uh, are there and uh, working fine. So that's it. What was that? Three clicks and we were done. Yeah. Um, if it had any problems, would it display that it had issues with certain? Yes. And I'm going to show you a couple of those in, oh, okay. uh, in just a minute. What I've tried to do is build in some messages that you'll see in chat, which gives you a warning. And I hope when that happens that you'll, uh, uh, if, if people see that, they'll also pass some of that on to me so I can, I can fix those in uh, in future versions. I think this is going to take a couple of versions to get entirely bug free, but the bugs, at least to the best of my knowledge, don't cause the game to crash. It just means that not everything will be updated, but you can, you can, still, uh, you can still play the game. So that's one that was a pretty straightforward cool. uh, one there. Uh, so let's, uh, let's load another game. I like looking at your list of games. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are, uh, these are, or these are actually, most of these are uh, setup files that I downloaded from um, vassal.info because restoring and, and making those setup files be able to be rejuvenated version after version is something that I think is fairly important. There's no point having 100 uh, setup files saved for people in version 5.9 or something like that, that you, you, know, you can't use. It gets to a point where these files do, uh, they're so old that they're they become very hard to use. So what I hope we will be able to do is just rejuvenate that list of files every time a new version comes out and update them uh, quite easily. So we're gonna go into Vienna Woods now and see what we got, uh, what we got here. Okay, so this one, let's just go ahead and update it and see what it does. Again, just a warning there, so. Yep, other players. Uh, yeah, didn't see anything in particular happen here. This was saved with 
3.1, so it was fairly old. Um, again, boards updated, counters updated, nothing happened there. Okay, so that's another good one. And again, you click on a list, you see all the new stuff, acquisitions, depleted ammo, movement trails, that's all. That's all there, okay. So uh, enough with perfection, let's go to, to one that doesn't work quite right. How did the setup files get to the website, your website? Just over time, people have posted them up. People send them to me or they send, to, send them to other guys who are working on the, uh, the website. Um, and they know uh, it's fairly straightforward to, uh, to post them up if somebody sends us, uh, sends us a file. Okay, um, great. And you assume they're correct, is that right? I mean, uh, well, I, I don't check. Let's put it that way. You don't check them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're to use it your own, uh, on your own recognizance kind of. Uh, yeah, we can double check that when we open them, I guess, right? I, I just warn you, don't accept anything from me. Be, <laughs> well, there's a, there's a few names on a list. And <laughs> if we see Black those, list. we'll find out. Okay. Okay. Now, this, this one's going to work, I think. No, this one is the one that has a problem. Okay, let me zoom it in a little bit. Uh, this is uh, one of the ones showing the kind of setup file stuff that people are getting used to seeing where you've got a lot of annotations around the, uh, the map board with vehicle notes and various things. I'll, I'm gonna talk some more about that in a minute, but um, we'll just go ahead and do the, the update uh, here. Again, it's just a couple of simple clicks. And uh, that one is done. Again, no problem with the loss. Now, look uh, look here, I don't think I can highlight it, but in the, uh, the chat window, after updating counter traits with 667 in the green, it says the 137 half squad cannot be updated. Uh, oh. So you've got one counter over here on the, the right-hand uh, side that for some reason, I don't actually know what it is, I only oh, found yes. it yesterday, can't be updated. Oh. Often, uh, and again, let us let me check the version that this was done, 661, so it's not that uh, old, it's about three years, uh, three years old. But if counters get updated the way we used to update them, sometimes they, uh, we'd create a new version of, counter, of a counter and it wouldn't have a good link back to the old one. So, when we're trying to do the update, it has the old one, but it can't find the right match with the, with the new one. Uh, if I know there's a mismatch, I can generally go and find it and find the right counter. And I've created a little table that I can update that, that creates that, uh, that link where it otherwise doesn't. So the next time I run it, then it finds the, uh, finds the, the missing link and uh, the, the updating works. So if you do get this kind of error message where it specifies the kind of counter and that it couldn't be updated, uh, to fix it in your updated game is quite easily. If there's not too many of them, you just drag one off the counter palette, which will be the right one and delete the, the odd one. In this case, I add one a new 337 and, and delete this uh, guy over here, or 137, I should say. Um, so, and then if you, second thing to do, if, if you can find the time just to drop me a line to say, or post somewhere on GameSquad or whatever, 
that it didn't work, then I can fix that. Okay. Uh, and as you see, all of the all of the functionality around uh, the um, sort of the the stuff around the outside of the board, all of this layout still holds and doesn't get uh, doesn't get messed around uh, uh, too much. I'm just going to open up one more of these where I think we will again have uh, a bit of an issue that we we should be able to fix. So one last one. So this is a good example. Uh, as you can see up in chat window, the loss, vassal loss is disabled on this board because on the right-hand side, it's been cropped to full hexes and that used to be a no-no. This is, uh, oh, this is an old file. This was, this is a 592 file. And you can see that the, the counters are all off. They're, they're not set. Yeah, they're uh, this is side. They're not in the right place. This is because way back when in versions like 5.92, we used 200 pixels of padding around the screen and then it got moved to, to 400. So the, uh, all the counters are off, but we have a little routine that will fix that. So let's run this through the update. And so again, you click on the German soldier. Yeah, I click on update. the German guy. Update the game. People listening and not watching, but most of you will want to watch on yeah. YouTube. And the good Chapter thing about this, people can come back and you know view your show again and again if they miss some of the uh, some of the details. Right. Okay, now it's telling me that loss was disabled. Do we want to try to fix it? Now we know in this case that ninety nine percent what caused the problem was the um, was the, the cropping. So what you can do is just rerun the whole board selection process. But if it's if if it's likely a cropping issues, so if you've got one of the board edges a half hex, just redoing the cropping is enough. So board U is the top one. So we need to crop that R to GG, crop to the nearest full hex. So we crop that one. Yeah, which was the similar to the old way of normal way of uh Yes. Boards yeah, the cropping is just the same. It's just that I've now fixed the underlying code so that it actually uh, handles the loss properly. We click the other board, A to P, we crop, we're done. And, we're and done. When, may I say when Doug is saying loss, he was saying line of sight. Yes, exactly. We don't use that term in our neighborhood, I don't think. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's LOS or line of sight. Right. He okay. first said loss. I'm like, wait, loss? What, what yeah, do you no, that's, yeah. You're quite right. Okay, so it says success. Loss is now line of sight is now enabled, and we'll just uh, we'll just do a test, and you can see there oh, the, yeah. the woods blocked the line of sight. So we fixed that uh, really uh, easily, and the counters are now lined up, and the yes. uh, the perimeter hexes that were were jumbled. So it fixed uh, it fixed that problem. If you check in the uh, that's called yes, the you, you see where it says updating game. Uh, pre 6.2 game five will be updated to fix mount, uh, map and counter position issues, which indeed it did. Yeah. But interestingly enough, here we had a whole pile of pieces oh. that couldn't be updated. Uh, some of them the, the game couldn't recognize, couldn't identify. Uh, so there's nothing you can do about that. It's useful information for me and I can go and investigate, but here you see the kinds of things that couldn't be updated. 
the red perimeters yeah uh, which are uh i think that's uh that's these guys down here yeah it's uh, a high one counters 838 so again it's helpful for me to know those and i can go back and uh fix those links and so uh gradually over time we can eliminate more and more things that that don't update first time through and again on those kinds of things you kind of are depending on um players to report those issues when they happen. yes that's right yeah i mean i i try to go through a number of games but there's you know only so many so many games i can open yeah. up and test yeah. and whatever if people see this uh you know even just a screen grab here a, a snip uh of it and send it to me i can work with that so uh that's what i need okay i don't know if it would be useful but if there was something here that something somebody could click on on how to contact tech support just say contact us through here or here give us this information yeah no that's a that's a good suggestion i haven't built this uh in i'm not sure i put it in the what's new uh either um but uh just you know Posting it on on Facebook, Game Squad, Discord, wherever people hang out. It doesn't have to come to me directly if if people okay. put put it out there. But yeah. I will add something uh, about that, uh, Jeff. That's a good uh, good suggestion. Okay, so that's enough on the game updater. I hope it gets people interested yeah. in in giving it a whirl yeah. and uh, seeing what they can uh, what they can do with it. I'm just going to show two other. Uh, new things, and then we'll uh, then we'll move on. So let's bear uh, board here. And one of the things that uh, is is projects that's been ongoing for the last couple of versions is and now is almost complete is adding uh, having overlays work with loss overlays that are added through the board picker uh, process. And as many of you will will know uh, for, uh, for a long time, overlays uh, have, uh, have blocked, yeah, kicked out the loss engine. So if on this board, loss will, loss in, the line of sight, I'll get to it. You line can call sight, it loss now. We are avoiding yeah. loss now. Well, I'll line, come Line of sight, sight would normally work on this board and uh, it continues to with, with that uh, that overlay. Overlay, that's fantastic. Yeah, uh, that's rare because very few building overlays actually work properly with the line of sight engine. Let me just check one. Uh, anyway, it, this is just to show you that uh, if you remember, you used to get a red square around the overlay and it would say line of sight disabled because of presence of overlay. Yeah. Now, for most overlays, we'll add another one here. Pick an overlay type, guys. What kind of overlay do you want to see? Uh, orchard. Okay. So we'll go. Uh... Orchard. Yeah, I love orchards. Don't you love orchards? <laughs> Apple orchards, especially. Okay. So orchards, orchards are O, I think. It can be a quiz show. What are the abbreviations on the backs of all the overlays? Yeah. There, so we got an orchard now. Just uh, to test things, we're going to add another one, and we're going to put a, uh, a hill. Oh, that's going to block line of sight. And we're going to put 
Okay, so we got our orchard and we've got our uh, hill. So the orchard. Yeah, hindrance. Same level hindrance works. And the reason I put the hill on is so we can test. Uh, All down through the going down through the uh, through the orchard and that uh, that works so nice. that's something that virtually all overlays that you add through board picker will will keep loss going the the buildings are <clears throat> uh, some work some some don't so uh, i'll over the next year i'll get all of those uh, all of those done and then one last thing which relates Again, to uh, to line of sight, we'll go get uh, a different uh, a different board. All right. So here's a nice busy board. Got lots of buildings on it. Uh, and let's say we're going to play this in uh, the uh, in the Pacific. So we, we've got PTO terrain. Light jungle. Yeah, we'll apply that. One of the things that that does, as you know, yeah. is that a hex like H8 here, that's now a hut, right? As opposed to G7, which will stay a single story building. So the line of sight should treat those differently. Uh, huts are not obstacles at the same level. They are uh, a hindrance. So G7 should remain blocking line of sight. It does. Mm -hmm. But H8 has now been transformed into a hindrance. That's yeah. never worked before. So wow. uh, uh, for those of you who like uh, Pacific uh, scenarios, you now have better line of sight for, uh, for huts. Well, aren't you just showing off? <laughs> I, fantastic. I mean, that is just amazing. You know, at so, the end, we're going to say how grateful we are, but I'm just going to say it now. Uh, well. We are just, grateful, the whole community. Yeah. I mean, well, it's fun to do, and it's fun to try to get some of this stuff, uh, some of this stuff working. So uh, I'm uh, I'm happy to do it, but uh, glad that uh, uh, some of this stuff is responding to uh, to a need. The other thing that I thought, based on some of the comments that uh, I get in the the chat forums, is uh, just spend a, a couple of minutes now on customization. And the first way you can customize your particular version of Vassal is, is using preferences. Preferences are found under the file menu, preferences. And then as you can see, you've got about 10 tabs there. Uh, most you can ignore. Personal you'll use to set your password uh, the first time uh, through then you don't really come back to it. Compatibility, sound, server, those aren't ones that you, you will use a lot. The main ones you'll use are general, vassal, uh, uh, dice over uh, the map, chat window, and ex extensions. And we'll, we'll take a quick look at a couple of, uh, of those. Um, under general, there's a couple of interesting preferences here. Uh, one is, uh, I got to find where it is, about down in the middle. Hope you can see my mouse moving. There's one that says use combined application window. And that's, it's checked. So that's what I'm yeah. doing right now. What that means is everything in Vassal is, is held within the single window. Uh, if you use multiple monitors, as many people do these days, um, or you've got big screens, 
you may want to consider unclicking that, uncombining your, uh, your window. We'll have to restart to have this take effect. So we'll just uh, shut her all down. Uh, I may even have to restart Vassal, but we will just to see where we go. Now, when it starts up, uh, you're seeing, you'll see different things. Let me load a game again. Now, that didn't uncombine. Why the hell didn't that uncombine? Let's check my preferences. Still looks cool. Yeah. I guess I didn't click OK. Yeah. I think. Oh, oh OK. Now I clicked it. Now we'll start again. Winter boards. It does help when you you can actually use your uh, use your mouse. Uh, okay, yeah, this is looking uh, this is looking a bit better, I think. Okay, so now we go here. Now we're going to do the save game again. Okay, you see now this window here, which is the map window, is disconnected from the chat window. Uh, and if I open up uh, other windows, they will also not be held within the uh, the other windows. So you can yeah, yeah move nice. them around you on can move them around second mile. Uh, you know, if you have uh, again a second window, you can get them to uh, you know you can pull them off to the other window. Uh, you can expand uh, the window. Uh, so it covers the whole screen, however you want to uh, you want to do it. Uh, there's another preference related to this. Yeah, player window, the bottom one on the Vassal page here. Player window is always on top in uncombined ah, mode. Yes, uh, that's that good. will that will mean that a certain window will never be hidden behind something else. You yeah. you will always be able to see it. Some people will want to use that. Some people won't. So is that the map window? Uh, no, the player window is... Um, oh, it's the... Yes, okay. Is, is this... Whoops. Is this one here that okay. you see on top? Yeah. yeah That's with all the choices. Player window. Okay. Oh, right. right. Okay. Yeah. So there there may be... You know, if, you, if you're playing a, a big scenario and you want the full, uh, the full screen... You might want uh, the this one on uh, uh, not to be on top, so you would you would unclick that. Okay. One other uh, preference that struggle with a little bit is the the way you can center the map um, and uh, have your opponent center your map. Some people like that, some people don't. Um, so again, you have the option to do it how you wish. In the general tab, there are two preferences. One is called center on opponent's moves, which means that if the, the, the opponent moves a unit, your map will be centered on that moving unit. So it calls your uh, attention uh, to it. So if I bring a counter on mm -hmm, uh, German 467 here, uh, now, of course, this isn't going to work here because this is what your opponent does, right? So right. if I move, this isn't going to affect my screen because uh, it's what your opponent does that affects your screen in this instance. So never mind what I was just doing, uh, just doing then. Related to that uh, are two Vassal uh, 
preferences under the Basel tab. Over here, uh, opponents highlight centered on your map. So this is like moving, but if the opponent does the uh, the right click, which which brings up a circle. Oh, right, yeah, the highway. Uh, <clears throat> if he does that, it will center your map. So those two preferences, the your opponent affects what you do, but you set them. You can turn that off if you if you don't want your opponent's uh, moves or mouse clicks to affect your screen, then you should deselect those two uh, preferences. Okay, that's good. It's good when you're so, saying like, well, where are you at on the, I remember, you know, wh yeah. where, where are you looking yeah. at? I'm looking here and then yeah. you click it. That's right. Uh, so, and then the, the highlight shows uh, a red circle. That's one that, uh, that you set for yourself. Okay, so we have that set. So when I do click like that, yeah. you see a red circle uh, uh, pops up on the uh, on the screen. And, and then I moves, have yeah. the, the board. Uh, and if the, my opponent has the centering one click, then not only does he see the red circle, but it, it's centered on his map uh, too. So a bit of flexibility there that, that helps. Again, some people prefer those um, to use those. Some people... Uh, prefer or not. I think that's probably enough on uh, on preferences. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in there to put. Yeah, on. there's there's a lot more to go through, and I would yeah. encourage people just to kind of go through one by one, or you know, every once in a while, take a look at one that they've never used before, and and see what it does. The people, you know, you can be surprised. Oh, I didn't know we could do that. So uh, there's a lot of. Uh, of flexibility and and choice in there. Uh, but it, they're not uh, changing the preferences. You don't have to restart Vassal every time. It, it'll it'll say within the thing that you're checking that whether or not it needs to be restarted. Yes. Okay. Yes. Those that need a restart, it's flagged in uh, uh, in the text in the preferences section. Okay. Oh, great. That's great. Otherwise, you're it it'll take effect immediately. Okay. All right. Uh, so that's uh, a bit on uh, on customization. I'm just going to make this screen a little little larger. Within Vassal, there are a couple of other things that we can uh, we can do. Tools that people are probably familiar with, and uh, both of these tools are developed by other people, and they deserve all the credit for them. So. Um, if you like the kinds of things we're seeing on the screen now, all these sort of notes and, and things here, yeah, uh, there are really two tools that I would encourage people to, uh, to use. The first one is called Basil Templates, and it's Basil-Templates. If you Google that, you'll go to a website, you download the tool, and uh, it will walk you through setting up some of this fancy stuff. Uh, the other one is called Vasil Table Templates, uh, which is, um, and it's, uh, it's, it's not something you down, uh, you, well, there is a, a file that you would download. It's a, it's a little bit simpler. Essentially, you edit a, um, an HTML file, you just change some values, then you paste the whole thing into a label, and you get 
the kind of thing I'll show you in uh, in just a sec. So let me. While we're waiting, I'll think of some work for you to do, Doug. Um, All right. I've always kind of thought having on the map window, having the, the entire toolbar be separate so you can move the toolbar around separate from the map window. Yeah. Would be cool. Uh, yes, and and you know a lot of apps have uh, have floating toolbars. Yeah, uh, you you see that. Um, I don't know that the toolbar itself can be detached, but a floating toolbar would be would be possible to uh, to to design. I don't see why that wouldn't uh, uh, that wouldn't work. Um, so I'll take that uh, under advisement, as we say. And yeah. see, uh, uh, because I again, particularly for folks using the uncombined windows, that might be useful. Now, why didn't the map window come back to me? Because both of the things I'm showing you now uh, add a lot of stuff to the the screen. They the games are a little slower to uh, to load than a ah, than yeah. a regular game. So this is the kind of thing that you will, uh, you will get. If you go to aslplayers.net, uh, I think the, uh, the address is, uh, and I'll, uh, I'll send you guys the link so you can add them to, uh, to your, uh, yeah, your web post. Uh, that'd that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just so people have exactly the right links and they don't have to uh, search for them. You, you basically, uh, fill in the blanks, you know, what the scenario is, the name, yeah. all you're doing is typing. If you can keyboard, you can use this uh, okay. tool and, you know, you can you specify nationalities and then it turns that into these, uh, all the little uh, insignias. Uh, you enter all these values. So, and you can Hyper enter the scenario parameters as well. Some people like to have this this kind of uh, stuff you see down here. You can do uh, this sort of thing. Uh, yeah, list the regiments and the nationalities. Yeah, yeah. If, if you'd like to do that. So it's you, really... Uh, I mean, dragging a label is um, on the draggable overlays uh, window. That's the orchard button up on the toolbar. Uh, labels... You pick uh, any label, drag that onto the map. Um, you Most of the labels have two or three lines. You don't need that. You want to make that text disappear. Pick the, the second one, the label. Now, uh, we'll go this. You see how it, it shows up over here on the, on the right-hand side. Um, what you would do is post in some H... Uh, you, you don't actually type it into this uh, box. I'm just doing something here to uh, to show you good uh, oh, oh. computer language. It's it's uh, markup uh, and does you don't have to know code. This is this is not yes. code. This yeah. is just uh, HTML. So what it should do? What I basically given it there is the uh, the HTML code for bold, for bold, and hopefully if I've done it right, the label will be bolded when I click OK. And you can see, in fact, that it is. So when you're doing this using the, the tool, um, 
you don't have to individually type all the HTML brackets and stuff like that. You enter the values into a template, then you cut and paste the whole template into the label. The label can hold uh, a lot of text. So that's why you end up with uh, stuff that looks like this, this oh, head okay. cross. So that's Vassal Table Templates, I think it's called, from ASLplayers.net. Uh, that's Neil Ullen, for people who might know Neil. And there's, he's got videos out that show you how to, how to do this. If you're on Game Squad, they're right at the top of the, the Vassal uh, um, forum. The other cool. one, we'll just take a quick look at the game uh, to show you the end product to whet your appetite is the vassal templates which is um I, th I think a more elaborate and therefore slightly more complex uh tool and again it takes just a little bit to load but it basically works in the same way it's it's using a lot of uh, uh html um in uh, in various uh labels so you can see how there's all sorts of text boxes and wow. graphical elements that you can add uh, around. And each of these are, actually, are done pretty well the same way that the, the tool a bit is, is more elaborate uh, in the way you enter some of this stuff. But yeah, anyone's just listening. Yeah. We're talking about putting in the whole Russian capabilities list. So yeah, you can nationality yeah. capabilities and stuff and all kinds yeah. of things. So if if you like this, you know, more elaborate setup, and, and it particularly if you're creating setup files, this this tool is very good for uh, for that because it lets you put in all sorts of uh, of stuff that other people would find uh, would find helpful. Yep, indeed. So uh, those again are ways you can you can personalize and customize how you like your uh, your game screen your map screen to to be laid uh, to be laid out all right uh, so we've done uh, we've done some things there inside of uh, a vassal yeah well this is absolutely wonderful can yeah. we uh, have you back Doug uh, on the next show be glad to do it and a couple more topics. Uh, that we can cover in another show. Uh, yeah. Always happy to, to talk to you guys. Yeah, we'll take a look at how you can make all those unique counters and all that kind of stuff too. Uh, sure. Next one. All right, thanks. That's we'll talk great. to you soon. Okay, bye now. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Oh, and remember to roll low. And rally well. But not right. when, when you're playing, playing us, then. Bye-bye, <laughs> everybody. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, Doug. Take care.